0: Gratitude can transform common days into Thanksgiving, turn routine jobs into joy, and change ordinary opportunities into blessings. That's a beautiful quote by William Arthur Ward. Today, I am grateful to be celebrating our 100th podcast episode, and I'm grateful for you, all my listeners. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa Podcast.
1: Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa Podcast. And now, your host, Melissa Jakubovic.
0: Here we are celebrating our 100th episode at Marketing Tips with Melissa Podcast. And I feel overwhelmed by the milestone of achievement this is. Reaching our 100th episode shows time spent dedication effort and most of all consistency these are things that we need to thrive in our online businesses and i hope that by reaching this achievement you can appreciate the hard work that has gone into this endeavor and practice it within your own business as well I want to thank my team for supporting the journey and for doing a lot of the behind the scenes work to make this engine run. I really, truly love my team who are located all over the world. It's amazing. I am so incredibly grateful for this milestone and for everything we have accomplished. We started this podcast two and a half years ago, and I'm excited to see how it blossoms and evolves. I'm grateful for my family and their support. I'm grateful for my entrepreneurial journey and all the ups and downs and I'm grateful for all of my clients that we serve daily. I'm also grateful for all my students in my Social Marketing Academy and for all the people that we have impacted by sharing our knowledge and information online. Here's a fun fact. This week is our 100th podcast episode and we are also celebrating our 100th student into the Social Marketing Academy. So if you haven't checked it out yet, please go do so at socialmarketingacademy.org. I hope you will share the love and help others by creating a positive impact in this world. And if that means sharing this episode with those you care about, then please do so. There isn't a better way to show someone that you love them or care for them or support them and encourage them on their journey than by sharing this valuable information with them. So if you like our podcast or get something out of it today, please pass it along to others. In this episode, we're going to do things a bit differently. For the past 99 episodes, you have heard me give you tips, tricks, strategies, and tons of valuable information. So, to honor this special occasion, I wanted to give you a break from hearing only me and turn the mic around so you can hear some of our listeners. These guests were handpicked because I truly believe in what they are doing and they are making a huge impact in their social media worlds. If you're watching this on YouTube, you will get to see these interviews after this introduction. So check it out on YouTube as well, and you can actually see who my special guests are. Today, I want to remind you to be grateful no matter where you are on your journey. Everyone starts somewhere. Do not compare your first steps to someone else's 100th. This is your journey. And it is unique, just like you. In a moment, you'll hear a brief interview from four entrepreneurs, coaches, and freelancers about their entrepreneurial adventure. And we will also discuss some marketing struggles that they're going through or have gone through in their business. And I'll be answering their most burning marketing questions too. So stick around to hear from all four of these amazing women, because not only is it interesting and can move your business forward, it is also a great opportunity to compare notes with other entrepreneurs in similar fields or industries as you. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited for today because our first guest is Cindy Walter, and we're sitting here together, and I'm just so excited to have you here, so thank you for taking the time to be here. Absolutely. I'm honored to be with you today. Great. So let's start off by why don't you tell me a little bit about what you do and how long you've been in business. Um, and who you serve.
1: Sure, sure. So I have been in the direct selling network marketing industry for hard to believe 27 years now. And for the first 10 years, I went into people's homes, and I did home parties in people's homes. And honestly, it was Great, because I had four little children under in seven years, and I was home with them all day, so this was my mommy time. It really just allowed me to be with other women, and it wasn't really successful, but it was a great little a, a way for me to be. I'm a very, very uh, communicative person, so it was a great way for me to be with moms. Next 10 years, I spent with another home party plan company, and that's where I became successful. That's where I learned about the world of personal development and growth, and um, I earned incentive trips and really started to earn enough income that I was financially contributing to the family. And my husband took notice and was pretty excited about it. And then about seven years ago, I I left the party plan industry and I am now solely online as a health and wellness coach. And I do some mindset coaching as well. And it's been absolutely um, exceptional. It's exceeded every, uh, every... goal I had for myself, I've been able to exceed it. And I just keep having to teach myself to dream bigger and bigger and bigger. So that's been about the last 27 years and it's a wonderful industry. I love mentoring people. That's probably my, my favorite thing is teaching them because along my 27 years, you can imagine I've made a lot of mistakes and learned a lot of lessons the hard way. So it's fun for me to be able to teach people and it then helps shorten their learning curve. So,
0: so yeah, that's, that's what I do. That's awesome. So who do you serve or is there like one specific target market that you help the most? Oh, that's a good
1: question. I think why I chose the company I'm partnered with now is really we have something for everyone. So I, I help people with weight loss. A lot of people come to us for weight loss. I help people that just want better energy, better sleep, better overall nutrition, and then also really have a great category for healthy aging. And that's you know where I fall now. I turned 50 last summer. So I'm all about what can I do all naturally to age gracefully. And so I serve, I serve a wide variety of, of customers. And then I also serve entrepreneurial people that want to work from home. So I
0: also, I serve a lot of them too. Great. Well, you look amazing. So whatever you're doing, it's working. And if uh, anyone is listening in, um, you could also check this out on YouTube and you can see Cindy and watch this interview as well. Um, So Cindy, what do you wish you had known when you started out?
1: Oh, boy. I I did not have confidence when I started out. Um, I did not know about personal development and the importance of that. And so it took me so many years to learn how to have belief in myself. I, I believed in the products that I worked with. I believed in the companies, but I just didn't have that belief in myself. That's something I, I, I go to work for when I'm coaching people is I, I really get them on that personal growth journey. And I've done it with my children too. I mean, they read personal development books. Um, they're around, they go to conferences with me and they get to hear these speakers and trainers because I never wanted them to struggle like I did in that way. And it took me so long to, to really build my confidence and self-esteem. So That was one thing that I wish I would have learned at a much younger age. Honestly, I probably didn't really get it until I was in my
0: 40s. Wow. That's really important. I try to do personal development every day, and I also try to instill that in my children as well. And I don't know if it's like the world has come to this revelation that that's really important, or if this was always here, and as we get into entrepreneurship, we kind of fall on it, and it becomes really important for us, but...
1: Honestly, I think what you just said nailed it. Entrepreneurs end up studying and learning about it, but people with normal corporate jobs don't often have employers that – teach teach personal development and growth so it's up to us entrepreneurs to really get the word out and 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 get everybody into this because it's really it's been here for a long time and you know I really hate that I missed so many years of it because I love it and I always say in my industry it's personal development with a paycheck we get paid to
0: grow that's awesome that's the best way (laughs) and the learning never stops too so right Yeah. All right. So, what big projects are you currently working on, or a current goal, something that you're working towards?
1: Um, Global expansion. I have a a, a over forty thousand clients now, most of which are in the United States. I am in a few different countries, but um, we are really trying to globally expand. Um, My son works full time with me. He's just spent a month in Taiwan and is heading back this fall, and I think we're going to go with him. Um, So, yeah, we're really excited to grow. Um, our business in different countries and be able to travel too. Traveling has become quite a passion of ours. So we want to be able to travel. And then I would say, uh, you know, here locally, what I've been working on is delegating. Um, I've, I've done so much for so long on my own and I'm really to the point of exhaustion. So I'm really, I've really heard loud and clear. My message this year is Delegate and really um, let go of the things that other people can do for me, and focus on the things that I do best.
0: Absolutely, I talk about delegation in so many of my live videos and podcasts, and with my students. And it's it's hard for people to let go, especially if you're that personality where you want to be in charge of everything. But yeah, you can really drive yourself into an exhaustive state, and if. There's someone else around who can do what you do after you train them. It's off your plate. It's just this wonderful feeling of release (laughs) and and peace. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's really important. Yeah. So I'm glad you're on to that because that's that's really how we grow and we support um, we get support from other people. So
2: it's a
1: great thing. When I when I can let go of some things and delegate, I can also bless people by employing them, by by You know, by, by me delegating and lightening my load and getting stress off of me and not working in areas that are difficult for me, I can bless someone else by by hiring them. So it's it's really a win-win.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you're doing so well. You have 40,000 clients. That's amazing. So that's hard to do all on your own <laughs> and take care of them. So um, you built all of this organically, this empire of yours. Um What is your burning online marketing question that you have?
1: Well, I have never, never spent any money on advertising. I have not done any, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, and I see all the time you can do sponsored ads and I've never done it probably for fear of, I don't even know how much it costs to be honest with you, fear of cost, fear of having that perfect post to pay for promoting. Like if if I, is this post good enough to pay for promoting? And then, you know, how do I know I'm going to get a good return on my investment? So I guess there's just some fear. And honestly, it's, it's, it's really fear
0: based on not being educated about it. Mm -hmm. So what's your question? Like how to start?
1: (laughs) Where, Where do I begin? Where, where would someone like me who I'm, I'm blessed. I've been able to do this organically by word of mouth, but I can only imagine if I started advertising and meeting new people and, and strangers that would hear my message, I can only imagine it would explode my business. So where does someone like me
0: begin? Absolutely. And you're an amazing candidate for paid advertising. So first of all, congratulations for growing your team so large. Um, and because you're able to do all of that organically it means that you really are connected with your target market you really Um, are good at warming up your audience. And if you already have a big following of these warm audience people, it's really time to amplify your reach. A lot of times people come to me they want to turn on Facebook ads and I say, what type of organic success do you have? And they say nothing. And we just want to throw on some ads, put some money behind it and go. And that's how so many people fail when they do paid advertising online. It's when you have a successful business or a successful post or a successful program and it's already working organically, you use ads to amplify. So you're an amazing candidate for that. Um, People try Facebook ads and they don't test, and so that's why people say they don't work or they have no idea, like you said, what budget to use. So they're just throwing things out there hoping for the best, and you really need to have a strategy on how you want to reach these people. Um, Being that your business is MLM, it is technically against Facebook policies to run ads directly to your products. So what you have to do is a little workaround, which is building a personal brand. And that's basically what all health coaches have to do anyway because the people who are going to follow you and be in your tribe – Um, follow you because of you and your personality. There are other people that are doing the same thing as you, maybe a lot of people selling even the same products in the same area of town. So the reason why people are going to flock to you over someone else is because of what you bring to the table, what makes you unique. So that's what you need to showcase in your advertising online and bring people into your social media world and get them to see what's going on and then you can lead them to the next steps um, towards working with you and having you coach them. So I would possibly um, put more systems in place. I don't know which systems you have, but you want to have a lot of systems, back-end systems, automation, so that you can cover this influx of people when you turn those floodgates on. You'll be prepared and ready to serve everyone equally, and also nobody will fall through the cracks. So does that help? Does that answer your question?
1: It does. Um, can I ask one more? Sure.
0: You recommend starting with Facebook? Um, in the health and wellness field, Facebook and Instagram are going to be your best bet. Um, okay. LinkedIn, um, I know you do help some corporate people, but honestly, LinkedIn ads are more expensive. And for health and co- wellness coaching, I, I think that um, Facebook and Instagram are are your best area. You're going to find tons of people there. And the pictures look nice. And you, because you're building a lifestyle brand and a personal brand, pictures of you and your family and traveling wherever you go, that works really well on Instagram and Facebook.
1: I'm assuming, you just like anything else, it needs to be consistent. How long do you think it takes to start seeing results? I'm sure putting one sponsored ad up isn't going to...
0: You need to have a full strategy, a full marketing strategy. I wouldn't even put an ad up until you have all the back end systems built, sales funnels, a lead magnet, um, an email management system. And once you've built all of that, then you turn on the Facebook ad because that's the front end of the business. But after they click the ad, they have to go somewhere and that's the back end. So you want to build out the whole back end and that's what takes time. And then you turn the Facebook ad on and you're going to split test what's the best headline, the best copy the best images, um, the best offer, the best audience, and you'll split test all this. Once you've found what works best for you, that's when you'll create more of that and put more ad spend into those particular ads. So I'd say from zero to hero, it's probably about three months. If you're trying to launch a program, I always tell my clients, come visit me at least three months before the program launches. So we have time to really do that brand awareness and visibility and build up that warm audience. And it's easier for them to go to the next level with you once they click.
1: That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You're
0: welcome. I'm glad that was helpful. Great advice. Good. All right. I always like to ask my interviewees um, what they're grateful for. So if you can tell me one thing that you're grateful for in your personal life and one thing that you're grateful for in your business life.
1: Sure. So I teach and preach gratitude all the time. And I actually write down things that I'm grateful for every day. And first and foremost is my family. I'm just so blessed that um, I have a wonderful husband and and four children. And it hasn't been easy, but it's it was my greatest desire in the world was to have a big happy family. And I, I had a rough, a rough start. I had a rough childhood. And so I just feel so very, very blessed every day that, to have the family I have. And then from the business standpoint, I, I am someone that's just very ordinary. People that knew me in high school, um, probably would never ever in a million years dream that I'd be as successful as I am now and I, I am so grateful that I found this industry because it's an industry where normal people can, can do extraordinary things and it's been such a blessing for me to build my confidence and to be good at something because I wasn't good at sports, I wasn't great in school and to find something that I, I've become good at, so good that I can teach people has been such a blessing, and it's also attracted some really amazing people into my life, and the leadership on my team is is just amazing, and I get to work with the most amazing, forward-focused, positive people, and, and every day, I, I'm so grateful and thankful for that.
0: That's amazing. That's really beautiful, and um, I'm really excited that you have four kids who can watch you as a role model and see how you build something so amazing that helps support the family so that they can, you know, do that as well in their lives. It's really nice.
1: That's it's, it's really fun. It's, it's, it's an honor and it it isn't always easy. Sometimes I have to be on the call on the phone when they want to talk to me and they have to wait and sometimes they're not so patient and sometimes they get tired of hearing about my business. But as they've gotten older, it's been really neat because you know, now my son does this with me full time. And the older ones really have come to, I think, respect what I've been able to do. And I know it'll come with, with all of them as they get older, but it's, it's just been such a great experience and, and that my kids have learned personal development at a young age. They're good communicators and um, it, it's just been fun to watch them blossom and, and them grow themselves. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's an amazing, it's been an amazing ride.
0: Amazing. Thank you for sharing that with all of us. So if my listeners want to learn more about you, where can they find you?
1: Oh, that's great. Um, My website is www.cindywalter.com. And it's spelled a little differently. It's C-Y-N-D-I-W-A-L-T-E-R. And then I'm on Facebook, Cindy Walter. I'm on Instagram, Cindy A. Walter. I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me there as well.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for being here today and giving an opportunity for my listeners to hear about your journey. I really appreciate it.
1: No problem. Thank you for the great advice that I can share with my organization as well.
0: Great. Thank you. I'm glad it helped. Absolutely. It's so important for me to emphasize gratitude in my personal life, but especially in my business life. Our business and personal lives collide, like it or not, and one affects the other. I've gone through many struggles in my life and still have managed to find things to be grateful for. It's what keeps me running. Good makes good. So even when times are the toughest, that's when it's time to pour on the gratitude. Honestly, gratitude should be a part of your everyday routine despite the challenges you face in life and business. And believe me, you will face them. But when you are grateful along the way, those challenges seem doable instead of insurmountable. It's the gratitude that helps get you through those moments. My next guest today is Betsy Jewell, and I'm so excited to have you on our special podcast today. So thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, tell me a little bit about your business, um, how long you've been in business, and what you do, and who you serve.
3: Okay, great. Um, So to make a long story short, I left my corporate career after about 20 years, um, approximately three months ago. So I am super new to having my own business. Um, Also really excited to have my own business. i wanted to do this for years and just never took that leap. So here I am. Um, I actually spent the first 30 to 60 days trying to figure out what exactly my business was going to be, spending time kind of thinking about it and niching down and um, really uh, brainstorming what I'm good at, what I like to do, um, how I want to spend my time. And I actually kept coming back to the same thing, which is my passion, which happens to be my two boys, who I'm super passionate about. And um, I have lots and lots of years of memories and experiences to share with moms. So the people I serve are moms, mostly of boys, but also of of kids. You know, a lot of my experiences and um, activities that I share aren't necessarily only related to boys. Um, so that's where I am. I
0: started a blog about 30 days ago and I'm really enjoying working on that. That's amazing. And I also have two boys. So I was reading some of the things on your blogs and I'm excited to see what's coming. (laughs) Oh, great. Yay. Um, I'm very passionate about them and I love going around town and having fun activities with them. And I saw some of the things you posted were about like how to talk to your teens about certain things. And I think that's really valuable. So, yeah. 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 Very good. Um, so what do you wish you had known before you started or when you were starting out? Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> That's a loaded question. So much. You know, I keep saying to people, you don't know what you don't know. Again, I had spent a year in a digital career. So I'd been online. You know, I knew online content. I knew social media marketing or so I thought. You know, I'd had this kind of 30,000-foot level of what the digital space was like, but until you really peel all that back and, and are doing it, rolling up your sleeves and doing it all yourself, you really don't know what you don't know. So, I mean, if I had to sort of sum it up into one thing, it's, I didn't realize how much I needed to do personally to make my business a success.
0: I love that. And I love that you don't know what you don't know. it's true. like even now I'm four years in business and I'm still learning. It's yeah, always say
3: has been the best part of this. like, um i I just every day I learn at least one new thing and it just in some ways don't get me wrong. it's exhausting. And overwhelming. But in other ways, it's just, it's exhilarating. And it's fun, because I've always been a kind of a lifelong learner. I I love new experiences and new things. And fortunately, my boys are kind of in the same boat. So it's fun to watch them learn as I learn as well.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, So what big project are you currently working on? Or any goals that you have? What's coming up? Okay, so I'm glad you asked that. Um, I would
3: say my biggest struggle, one of my biggest struggles right now, is getting my blog posts live, right? And I keep hearing over and over again from the experts, just write and just post. But I am such a methodical systems process person, and I think that's because I grew up in that kind of environment, right, in corporate America, that I have to have all my ducks in a row before something goes live. And I've been sitting on this one post and tweaking it and tweaking it and tweaking it for two weeks now, which is ridiculous. (laughs) Like I just need to move on. It's actually about um, the best, the best suggestions for staycations, right? So we are planning a big trip this summer, but we've spent many summers right here at home in our hometown, having loads and loads of fun and doing really cool and unique things. So I thought that'd be fun to put into a post. It's summertime. People are thinking about what they're going to do with their kids this summer.
0: For sure. That's so helpful. My sister has uh, two little kids and she comes to me for advice. What do we do around town? And I'm like, here's a list of a million things. <laughs> and and who better to learn from, from a parent who's been there, done that, right? Right. Absolutely. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what that looks like and just get it out there. <laughs> I know. It's <laughs> happening this weekend, I promise. Yay. <laughs> now I'm so
2: proud.
3: I, I actually, I'm accountable.
0: Exactly. Now that it's live, you have to do it. (laughs) Um, So what's your burning online marketing question?
3: Oh, okay. So this is a good one. Um, Because like I just said, I'm spending so much time working on my posts, developing on my posts, writing, researching, keyword research, all that. I'm really struggling with marketing, right? So how do I find the time and where do I focus my efforts with regard to marketing my business? Do I start with Facebook? I mean, I have a Facebook um, page. I have a Facebook group. I have a Pinterest account. I have an Instagram account. I have all that in place. But kind of finding a a strategy and a plan for
0: that has really been my biggest struggle. All right. So it is a bit of a harder question because there's lots of layers to it. But it really comes down to how long you've been in business, what your objective is, and how much you're willing to invest. So I always say that if you don't have the money – you have to have the time. Because marketing can mean a lot of things. It can mean Facebook ads, it can mean email marketing, it can mean mean um, content marketing. So there's a lot of pieces that the umbrella term marketing covers. So you also have to consider if you have a team or if you're just a one woman show because there's only a limited amount of hours in the day. So You have to also understand if your business is majority offline or online. So you are kind of new in your business and it's all online. So what I'm going to say is that for an online business, about 50% of your time should be on creating content marketing, um, implementing marketing systems and generating leads for your business. And then the other 50% can be spent on running your team or serving your clients. If you are doing just a blog um, with, the way you're, make, you're monetizing that is with affiliate marketing, then I'd say almost all of it needs to be content marketing-based, uh, writing the blogs and putting them out on all the different platforms, um, and then also engaging with your clientele or people who would be your deal target market in Facebook groups. Um, of the 50% spent on your marketing, I'd say that 50% of that should be content creation, and like you need to figure out who's your target market, where they're hanging out um, so that you know where you need to be spending the most of your time. And then if you're doing e either with your affiliate links or for anyone else who might be listening, I'd say most of your energy um, is in your Google ads. And then if you have digital products and services, that should be Facebook ads. So the reason why is that um, when you're doing Google ads, it's people who are searching with your SEO and they're coming to your site because they already know what they need and they've put that into the, into Google and they're searching for it. But in Facebook, um, people don't always know what they need. So it's your job to educate them, to let them know what they need, maybe educate them on the problems that they have that you solve. Um, so a lot of your time could be spent on free marketing, like speaking engagements, guest blogging, guest post podcasting like this. So there's a, a large market out there, and you can reach these people by sharing your audience with other people's audience. Um, and so hopefully that helps. And as far as SEO, which is really important in blogging mm-hmm. – um, I think that you need to have those keyword searches and spend time doing that so you show up in Google and you can be known that way. Um, but your edu- your your main purpose is to educate the people. And it also positions you as an expert. So just the main thing to remember is to be consistent. That's really important because I have clients that come to me that they've been following me for one or two years. And, you know, you just never know when someone's ready to dive into your stuff. Um, And they may be just lurking and you don't even know. So being consistent positions you as the expert and it makes you that go-to person when they are ready. So hopefully that helps.
3: (laughs) Yeah, that's all great advice. Um, And yeah, I, I, I have been focused on SEO, but that's a good point, the consistency piece, um, because you're right. You don't know who's listening or watching, Yeah, who's just kind of waiting in the wings. So that's a really
0: good tip. Thank you for that. Yeah, sure. I'm glad that helped. (laughs) So what are you grateful for? Tell me one thing in your personal life and one thing in your business life. Oh, that's a good question. Uh, Gosh, I'm
3: grateful for so much. I do a lot of gratitude um, exercises, gratitude journaling every morning when I wake up. I think of at least three things that I'm grateful for, including waking up every morning.
0: Exactly. <laughs> um,
3: but I'm I'm really grateful for my family. I have a rock star husband who said to me, "It's your turn. Quit your job and start your business." Which I think is a hybrid between personal and business that I'm grateful for, um, and grateful for my two boys who make me laugh and make me think every single day. Sorry, right, that's two things. And in my business. I'm grateful for the community of people I have met online, including you, who just everyone is so incredibly helpful and supportive and in your corner. And I really, I didn't expect that. So that's been a, really, a blessing and a surprise.
0: That's beautiful. Um, yeah, I'm glad we met online. It's amazing, the community. I have people and friends like all over the world now. Mm-hmm. And there is a funny quote. I don't know if I remember it word for word, but it's something like, Nobody supports you better than the Facebook friends you never met.
3: (laughs) That's so true. I have
0: so many Facebook friends that I'm closer to than like some of my real friends. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurship is hard. Running your own business is hard. And people in your life that are not business owners just don't get it. And they may not be supportive or give you the encouragement you need. And here you are in a group with thousands of people who are all doing the same thing as you and supporting you. It's amazing. Yep. For sure. It's very cool. So if my listeners want to learn more, where can they find you? My blog is mom
3: momnumber two boys dot com. And they can also find me on Facebook. Um slash adventures with boys.
0: And you had yeah. a Pinterest too. Oh yeah, sorry, mom 2 boys. Pinterest boys Mom2. and Pinterest. I like your Pinterest. Mom, the number two boys too. Okay. Well, it was wonderful to have you here on my podcast and it's I'm so excited for the listeners to get to hear all about your story. Um, we're interviewing lots of people and I wanted to get people in different parts of their journey so that everyone can relate to someone. And I think you're very relatable. So thank you for coming on and sharing your story.
3: Thanks okay. for having me. Super fun.
0: Thank you. I asked a bunch of listeners what they did to find the gratitude in their business life or what they have seen change because of implementing a gratitude practice or routine and here are some of their answers. One person said that they started putting hourly affirmations in their phone that would ding with phrases like, I welcome new members into my group every single day, or every time I take care of myself, my income increases. And these positive statements were where she was celebrating the victories in advance of the gratitude. And she goes on to say that I literally had only implemented this for 24 hours when my phone dinged that I had made a sale. So... Try it if you haven't tried it. Someone else said gratitude allows me as an entrepreneur to embrace abundance instead of lacking in times of doubt. And for that, I am thankful. My next guest has a lot to say about gratitude. So my next guest is Heather Reinhart, and I'm so excited to talk to Heather because I've been following her journey for a long time. I've actually known Heather, I think, for like 20-something years, which is really crazy to say. Um, And so I'm excited to share with my listeners everything that you do. I think they'd get a lot out of it, and you've done such a great job building everything up. So welcome to the show, and thank you for being here.
4: Thanks for having me.
0: Sure. Um, So I want to start off by just asking you how long you've been in your business and tell me a
4: little bit about what you do and who you serve. Uh, Officially, I've only been in my business since October of 2018. However, I had been laying the foundation to build it since... Late 2014. So it took a solid four years before I was ready to, to launch. Um, I'm a writer and I focus on self love because that's been my own personal journey. And when I went through my own personal journey, I realized that so many other women didn't have the tools that I had. And I thought, well, then I'll just teach them. I will teach them through writing. And I also started a candle line, um, I have one of them right here. They are affirmation candles, and the idea is um, there's three of them. I can, I will, and I am. And the idea is that you say your affirmation as you light the candle and you bring light into your affirmation. Um, I didn't plan on being an entrepreneur that way. I planned on being a writer, and I have a a slew more books coming up in the next couple of years. But uh, it dawned on me that I wanted to bring self-love to a physical existence versus just reading about it or talking about it or just, you know, I needed a product. Um, And I thought long and hard, like, what is something that represents self-love in a physical product? And I talk about how I used affirmation candles throughout my self-love journey over the last 10 years. And I thought, oh, I'll make a candle line. Totally no experience in creating anything whatsoever and just started asking people a ton of questions of how do I go? Where, where do I go? How do I meet people that find, find out about candles, the scents, the aromas? Um, it became a passion project of, well, I guess I'm going to be an entrepreneur now. So I just dug right in. <laughs> that's
0: amazing. Um, yeah. For anyone that's listening to the podcast, Heather showed us candle. So check us out on YouTube so you can see the candle. They're really gorgeous. Um, so each one of those affirmation candles, do they
4: have a different scent to them? They do. Yes. One's very sweet and flirty. One is very, what I call the living room scent, like kind of just family oriented. Everybody would love this aroma. It's like current. And then I have one that's a little bit more on the masculine side. It's not super masculine, but it's got a little sandalwood in it. Cause I wanted to, you know, I, I want to make sure guys had an option too. That's <laughs> awesome. We all need to be happy, no matter what your gender. (laughs) Everybody has to have some kind of form of self-love. I think for women, it's called self-love, and for men, it's called self-worth. It's the same idea, though. It's the same idea of respecting yourself, knowing who you are, and going after the life that you are meant to live, your purpose, and what lives in your heart. That's amazing. I love that. So um, you had this
0: long journey leading up to the start of being an entrepreneur, which kind of just fell in your lap. yeah. So, can you tell me a little bit that of uh, what you wish you had known when you were starting out that may maybe would have helped you?
4: I was very, very lucky to have a mentor, actually a couple of mentors from the get go. Um, so, I, my recommendation for people would be to find someone who already is doing what you want to be doing, or or a, someone who just kind of has a lot of knowledge. Um, because I would not have been able to have done what I've done without the help of my mentors, because they were the people that I turned to with every question from, can you read this for me? Does it make sense to who do you know in candles and how do I, how do I do this? Um, but I I will say that if I didn't have them, I wouldn't have known what to do. Um, I've had a pretty easy ride so far and I think that's because of them. That's good that you mentioned that because I talk about
0: that a lot with my my people in my group and my subscribers that if you're not able to invest in yourself by having a mentor or a coach or someone to guide you, you're just wasting time because you're going to be lost and making these mistakes that other people have already made and know how to do it without.
4: Yeah. So I don't really have like anything that got me caught up or I wish I would have known. That's just my piece of advice. I'm very blessed that I did have.
0: That's awesome. It's good to have people who support you surrounding you. It helps.
4: And get rid of the ones that don't. (laughs) Right. Exactly. If people don't support you, just don't tell them
0: about your entrepreneurial journey and get rid of them if you can. (laughs)
4: Let them fall to the wayside.
0: (laughs) For sure. So can you tell us what big project or current goals you're working
4: on right now? So what we can look out for in the future? Um, I currently just launched The Candle Line and I also launched my first book, which is called Go Love Yourself.
0: Yes, um, I have ordered mine and I'm excited and I actually have questions about it. I'm so excited and I
4: love the cover. It's amazing. You know, Everybody's <laughs> loving the cover. It's so funny. My, when I showed my mom the prototype a few months before it was published, she was like, I don't know if that's going to sell. It has a bad word. I'm like, mom, yeah. that's why it's going to sell. <laughs> yes, that is why it's going to sell and all the right people who need to hear that are going to flock to it. Totally. So that's my focus at the moment, um, pushing my book and the message. And I have a book series that will be coming out in 2020. The first of – it's either going to be four books or five books. I haven't quite decided yet. But oh. it's a fictionalized version of um, what a self-love journey looks like. In It's kind of like a spiritual sex in the city. Oh, so I love that. that's my next big project.
0: Wow. I can't wait to see more about that. Um, all right. So now I know that you did a – a 100 day gratitude challenge recently. I wanna hear a little bit more about that and I bet that increased your ability to see more opportunities. So can you tell us a little bit about that?
4: Well, I originally did it to, I knew that I wanted to do a daily post and have, um, have my audience be aware that this is the direction I was going because when I first moved to Los Angeles, almost 11 years ago, um, I came out here to do makeup and hair. And that was my focus for a while. And I still on occasion will do it, um, especially if it's like a good friend or somebody that just needs a little a little sprucing up for an event. But for the most part, over the last five years, I transitioned from makeup and hair to this self-love journey. So I needed to change up my following to understand or educate my following to let them know like, hey, I can't. this is where I come from and this is where I'm going. So I thought, all right, let me do... 100 days of something. So that way it totally transforms my social media. And the the impact it had was amazing because I, I was pulling things from my book, um, just kind of giving little nuggets of this is what's coming. Uh, but I would get messages from people that some I didn't even know that would say, that's exactly what I needed to hear today. Thank you so much. And it, it just showed me that I was, I was hitting the mark that what I had was going to be, great content and people were craving it. And that's something you don't fully know until you put yourself out there and other people come up to you and you're like, oh yeah, this is great. <laughs> it's one of those trial and error things and it, it went well. Yeah, it was it was a fun journey to to engage with different people about the topic that I loved. Did you ever feel like, oh no, I have to post something and I'm I'm in a bad mood and I don't know what
0: I'm grateful for today?
4: <laughs> uh, no, not really. I had a lot already pre-made. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I scheduled them weekly, so I kind of had an idea of what I was going to post, but, and I'm pretty honest on my social media. Uh, if I'm having a rough day, like I'll tell a story of like, Oh, this is what happened to me today, but you know what? It's okay because I'm still breathing. I still have a roof over my head and it re- gratitude comes down to those tiny little things. When you can appreciate the fact that you're breathing, you'll be fine. Absolutely. So let me ask you, um,
0: in your business, can you tell me, something in business life and something in your personal life that you're grateful for.
4: In my business life, I'm extremely grateful for two of my friends that have completely helped guide me. Um, one is my accountant and one is my attorney without them. I, and my mentors, I would have been completely not, not set up properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something in my personal life that I'm really grateful for Currently, I'm grateful that I'm living the life that I dreamt I would live in these last four or five years as I was building it. It's here. Like, it's it's all happening. And I have to kind of pinch myself sometimes and take breathers and be like, oh, yeah, I wished for this. And this is, it's happening. And I don't want it to pass me by. I really want to soak it in. So I'm very grateful for the fact that I had a dream I put down some goals and actions towards it and here I am living it. Yeah. The action step is that part that people leave off. <laughs> yeah. You can wish and help and dream and all that good stuff. But if you don't take the first step, then you're just going to live in a magical thinking land.
0: Yeah. And it's scary, but you have to do it if you want to get somewhere.
4: It's terrifying, but it's also very fulfilling. So mm-hmm. got to have the courage.
0: That's amazing. I love your story. And, um, Tell me what is your online burning marketing question so I can help you out a little bit.
4: Yeah. Um, I want to know how your online audience, how you keep them fully engaged and present in your brand,
0: in your brand. So, um, you have a personal brand online and building that through posting on social media and everything is really good. Um, especially for anyone who's an author or a coach, having that personal brand really works to your advantage and you're doing a really good job with it. Um, you know, having, instead of just your logo, be your profile picture, we have your face or um, posting consistently every day like you did for the 100 day gratitude challenge. That really helps, like you said, that transitioned your audience and warmed them up to be ready for what you had to offer. So those are really good ways. Uh, consistency is the most important thing. I feel like people who post once in a blue moon, their news, their stuff isn't popping up in the newsfeed as often. So people aren't seeing it. And then people forget about you. Um, people don't really go to your business page to seek you out unless they've already been searching for you. So if you want people to find you, you have to be easy to find. And by being consistent everywhere is important. Um, picking the platforms that your ideal client is on. is going to help you. Instead of being on every platform, just be on one or two platforms that you know where you will find your target market and be really active there. Um, You want to be really clear in your message so you know who you're helping and how you help them. You want to make sure you really understand what their problems are and know that what you offer, the services or even your candles or your book, are um, exactly what they need to solve their problems. So you want to make sure that you're actually solving their problems. Um, and what's a lot of people miss out on is the engagement portion. If you want people to engage with your brand, you need to engage with them. So if people comment on your posts or on your blogs or whatever, you want to make sure that you're responding to every single comment and maybe even give an open-ended question so you can keep the conversation going and they have to answer you. And if they see that you're showing up and engaging with them, um, the more comments you have, the more. Facebook affinity you would have. And so more people would see it in their news feeds naturally, but also they'll feel this connection with you and they'll want to come back for more later. Um, Or they'll tell their friends about you and bring them into your social media world. So you want to encourage them to interact with your brand. You can do contests or questions or even ask them to choose like the cover of your book. Do you like this one or this one? And then they feel that they're part of the creation of the brand. Um, And then uh, Course, you can put ad spend budget behind um, anything that you put out, even no strings attached content, maybe just a blog post or a Facebook Live. And if you put a little bit of ad spend budget behind it, you build that brand awareness and visibility. And that's really what you want to do. So, you want to offer a lot of content, stay true to your message, and just engage with people that are interested in what you offer. And, And over time, that will snowball and you'll have a bigger following. Yeah. Hopefully that helps. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Um, All right. So before we go, I just wanted to uh, give an opportunity for my listeners to find out more about you. So if you can tell us where we can find out more about you or where we can have access to what you offer, let us know.
4: Yeah. uh, My website is heather-reinhardt.com or affirmationcandles.com. They link to the same site. Uh, Instagram at Heather Reinhardt. I'm pretty active on Instagram. That seems to be my, uh, my happy spot for engaging with people. So if you DM me, I'm happy to respond and ask me any questions about self-love. I've got some answers. <laughs> That's awesome. Where can we get your book, Go Love Yourself? You can find Go Love Yourself on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. It's on Audible now. I did the recording of it, which was by far the funnest process of the whole entire thing. Um, pretty much anywhere online books are sold. That's amazing. We're going to
0: check that out. I I didn't know it's on Audible. So um, that's my favorite because I don't have a lot of time and I'm on Audible all the time, folding laundry, driving the car.
4: (laughs) Yep. That's the way we do it, the modern day woman, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And now that I know it's on Audible, I'm going to buy it there too because I want to hear you do it. (laughs) Like the author talking to me, you know? Yeah, Yeah. That's great. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here for our 100th episode. And it's been a pleasure uh, watching your journey, and I can't wait to see what else is in store. And um, I love supporting you, so thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. We can think of gratitude internally, being thankful for what we have, what makes us healthy, creative, and resourceful. And we can also be grateful for what is around us externally and what we are building. If you manage a team of any size, I'm talking a team of 20 or a team of you and just one VA, you have to create a company culture. And when you do this from a place of gratitude instead of lack or negativity, your team will thrive. Without gratitude, core teams fall apart. Innovation stops. Followers stop following. And your culture feels undesirable or it halts to blossom. For teams to thrive, for people to connect, and for the mind to be open to learning new things, you must include a gratitude practice in your every day. So show thankfulness to those around you, your clients, your team, your customers, your co-workers, your colleagues, and your family. And when you're done with your work day, I want you to just take a big, deep breath, and find something to be grateful for so that you can focus on all that you've accomplished. Everything is connected, and actively looking for things to be grateful for deflects that negativity and focuses you from a place of calm, inspiration that will help you more clearly visualize the path ahead and help you make confident decisions. My next guest has a lot to say about that. So my final guest for today is Anamique van Helsdingen, and I'm so excited to have you here because I really admire the work that you do, and I know that my audience can really benefit from hearing about you. So if you can, please let us know um, a little bit about what you do in business, how long you've been in business, and who you serve.
2: I'm really excited to be here, Melissa. I'm just, thank you for the invitation, and I love I love what you do, so I'm um, I'm very happy that you're willing to share some of your wisdom with me as well. Um, so yeah, let's um, let's dive in. Um, so what I do is that I run the academy for soul-based coaching, which means that I train coaches worldwide online, but in live training um, to become uh, very very good helping their clients make changes um, not just from an emotional or a, a cognitive model but really a body mind soul model and that just unleashes like so much power and so much change in ways that are um, that are slightly magical Well, they seem magical it, it is you know for our coaches there's a whole Um, a very solid groundwork that goes into it but then things can happen that you just cannot predict as a coach Um, and you see yeah really amazing things happen for for clients so so that's what I do Um, I live in the Netherlands so um, we work across kind of Australia all the way to like uh, west coast USA so um, that's very exciting to me um, to be able to connect people all across the world. I just love that technology makes that possible for us, like us talking right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, let me just think, you you asked, oh, you also asked. How long? Yeah. So I've been um, um, self-employed or running a business since 2005, so it's been quite a while while um the academy now enters its fourth year i think um i actually lose track of time really easily um uh, just had a lot of fun uh, doing this uh, and it's also very intense so it's very um focused and and full on um yeah and so we're, we're in 17 countries now i think um which is really really exciting yeah
0: that's amazing so you're helping people become l- really uh, well-rounded life coaches or are they already life coaches and you're helping them uh, do better?
2: Both, actually, because the way that we work in soul-based coaching is a very specific modality. So we both get people that feel like they want to be life coaches and just start fresh. But I also get very experienced coaches that, um, you know, like in in this last group that I've been training, um, there's people that have been coaching for 20 years but that feel like, you know, or, or, and sometimes, you know, very successful NLP-based coaches, for example, that just feel like they can they hit a wall in terms of how far they can go and how much they can do for their clients. They've been successful. Their clients are happy with what they're doing. But their own systems, their own souls are craving an extra layer. And that's the layer that we can bring in and very often what happens is when they once they step into the possibilities of that they kind of go actually this is such a well-rounded way of supporting people that it actually covers just about everything that that our clients might want That's so and this is also it's very much related to the marketing question i have uh, because we're, we're kind of serving two different audiences like the people that are brand new to life coaching um they, they they start from a different place and they are also they, they are in a different place in their lives whereas the people that have been yoga therapists for 20 years or have been a coach for 20 years or 10 years um, they, they are in different circles and they find themselves with different questions and yet when they find themselves in the same program um they are all on new ground so it's uh, very quickly um it's level playing feel for all and I'm
0: sure they can learn from each other as well
2: oh absolutely absolutely yeah there is um there's so many layers of of uh, learning actually (laughs) that happens it's not just the techniques um but it's like everybody who who enters the program also goes through a very uh, big personal transformation we're all human beings. We're all, we all have that next step that we are craving to make. So that also happens. So it's a very, it's a very rich and very nourishing and nurturing environment that they, yeah, that we can offer them.
0: That's amazing. So can you tell me one thing or a few things that you wish you had known before uh, when you were starting out? Oh, that's such a good question.
2: I think one of the things I would love to really, really have gotten is that thing where when you're in business, um, not everything has to succeed. Actually, it's quite normal for not everything to succeed. And it would be, um, it would have saved me a lot of headache and a lot of soul searching and a lot of inner doubt um, when, if I would have been able to much earlier on go, right, that's interesting that isn't really working right so how come what needs to be twisted so without all the oh my god i can't do this or i'm not good enough or the you know all these like ancient voices that can happily come and play along um just to work from that knowing that once you're in business everything is an experiment I can totally relate to that.
0: <laughs> you know, everything that we we spend all of our heart and soul creating and bringing it to fruition, all that excitement in the creativity process may not be matched with the success on the other end. So to be a little yeah. bit detached from what you're creating.
2: Yeah, and, and there's, there's something about, um, you know, if I, if I would have set off and thought, I'm going to create this academy. I want to be in, in 17 countries within the first four years. I would have gone, oh, you know, or, well, part of me would have gone like that. And my actually my mind didn't even want to go there. It doesn't even want to yeah. make that vision because there was this big, oh, but what if I can't, or I don't know how or, or any of that. And when I look back now, a lot of the things that didn't seem to get traction at the time, they're actually paying off now. So sometimes there is, um, you're working towards building momentum um, mm-hmm. and community. You know, I get a lot of people that have been around for two or three years that have been watching, have been inspired, have been knowing that they wanted to be part of this, but it wasn't their their time yet. So, um, you know, we can't really determine when the time is that the fruits of the of the labor come, and not everything is going to bear fruit. But when it isn't bearing fruits straight away, it doesn't mean that it's not working. Either. I
0: love that. That's so true. I talk a lot about consistency. In fact, in a different interview, we spoke about it. And I said, you know, people have come to me two years later, that they've been following me this whole time. And if I had not been consistent, or I had stopped doing what I do, um, they would never have found me or come to me and reach out to me when they were ready.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and and even in that period, um, you're already providing so much value for people, right? It's it's mm-hmm. because that you've been doing that um, by just showing up and showing it's possible and infusing them with, with. Um, I I very much feel like it's the energy, even more than the practical benefit that they get um, from following you. Um, All of this is not to say that you can't just have like, yeah, do something now, get the fruits now, but it's when it doesn't happen like that, like cut yourself some slack and and treat it as an experiment and know that you're, um, like you're offering, you're offering like ripples and you, you can't know how they're going to come back to you. And you don't know which thing you are creating
0: or doing is going to bring what. So yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. So what big projects or current goals are you working on?
2: Well, what I would love to have happen is to have the next group for um, Invoke Your Client's Magic. That's our soul-based coaching certification program. I would love to be fully booked again. So that's always one of those like, um, well, you know about this, launching. It's always like, ah, so much intense focus. Technology. Um So that's going to happen in September. Um, Let me just check. Can you still hear me? Yes. Good. Just got a little. There was a little glitch, but now you're good. Good. Okay. Um, Yeah, so that's a big project. But also um, what we're doing is we're actually expanding. Um, So we have a trainer team, and I would love to get more people in the smaller programs that we run as well. So we, we're starting to work in different languages, so not just in English. We're cool. um, so having German and Dutch. Um, so it would be really great to expand the momentum that we have into these other languages as well um, without it becoming a full-time job To like to make it a separate thing. It needs to stay the same chunk, but I know that there's quite a few people who would rather do this work in their, in their own native language. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so those are, I think those are the two biggest projects. So That's amazing.
0: To expand your whole program in a different language has to be such a big undertaking, um, but really exciting for when it's done.
2: Yes, well, yeah, and exactly, especially when we, when we also are able to really connect with the people that are longing for that. So that's the, um, that, that I think when I look at how the business runs, it's a beautiful business. Um, it's, uh, really beautifully scalable as well, which I love. Um, so the, the marketing side of it is, it's like the biggest, um, ongoing quest for me personally, in terms of making that run more smoothly, more easily, more continuously, um it's already way better than it was but there is like if, if i had a magic wand and i could you know like change anything in my business i think that would be it like easier enrollments more enrollments and and a better um what is the word um like a a more seamless process for people that they get in touch with our work and and start to learn about it and then kind of making that journey into enrollment um, easier and shorter for people. Well, that's
0: a great segue into my next question, which is what is your burning online marketing question?
2: (laughs) Yeah, great. Well, um, I think one of the things that I've dabbled in Facebook ads we're not friends yet so let's just (laughs) (laughs) so i've had people see like a facebook ad for the the coach training and just sign up right so it's a it's a a couple of thousand dollars worth of like people there haven't people willing to do that but also a lot of the times that isn't happening. And I understand that. It's like a big jump from not knowing anything about the work or about myself or about the academy um, to that commitment. Um, So I've kind of let it go, Um, the Facebook ads, for a long time. And now I'm starting to think, well, actually, I would really love to be able to reach the right people and get, get them to... Um, be aware of the academy, to um, be hooked in the, in the curiosity of what's possible, and then to kind of start creating a connection. And, and that question of, and where are they? That's a question that keeps coming back for me. So where do I actually find them? I have, you know, again, dabbled in some audiences, but I've never really felt like it was the right fit.
0: Okay. Okay. So there's a lot of parts to this. (laughs) So the first thing is that you need to define your target market. Um, That does sound maybe cliche or kind of obvious, but it's really the first step in the process of running Facebook ads. So you have to very clearly define your target market. And you mentioned you have two separate target markets. So that's good to know because you're going to be able to qualify who you're speaking to with the copy but they may be in the same place. So you need to figure out what they like to do, where they hang out, um, where do they get their news from? What groups are they a part of online and what type of um, subscriptions they subscribe to and things like that. So the first thing I would say is start out by finding other life coaches online, like Abraham Hicks or Brene Brown or even Jay Shetty and, um, search there. Then you can find out what pages are connected to those pages um, so that somebody in your ideal target market, where would they go from there? What would they click on from there? So that could be something like the Hay House or Wonderlust, something like that. And then you go even deeper and you look into their interests and their behaviors. So maybe books they like to read, like The Secret or The Law of Attraction, something like that. And then the last part is figuring out that age range and location. And once you have all of these pieces together, then you can go into the audience insight tool inside of your business manager, your Facebook business manager. It's under the planning phase. And then you can play around with these um, variations and see who brings you the the most amount of people with the right gender and the right location and the right age range and just play around with that in your Facebook ads so that when you're ready to start running your Facebook ads, you can create different audiences and split tests and you can determine what's working and what's not working. And then for your two separate target markets, either the people that are interested in life coaching or the people who have been life coaches for a long time and are further ahead in their journey, they still might like, to follow these same people and these same authors. So when you have an ad out, you want to have one ad for new coaches, people interested in coaching, and one ad for people who have done this for a while. And the words that you use in that copy is how you're going to pull them in and really clarify and qualify who you can reach and how you can help them. Does that help? Does that answer your question?
2: Um, a little bit. Um, well, oh, well, yes, in terms of the, 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 the big lines. Um, okay. So when you say, you know, look at other life coaches like Abram Hicks or Ronnie Brown, um, what would you look for specifically? So you'd go to their page, for example, is that what you're saying?
0: So you can do two things. One, you can go to their page, you can look and see if they have a group, you can look and see if that page likes other people's pages, because some business pages can can uh, be connected to other people's business pages. So you see what does Abraham Hicks follow? Who does he follow? Um, Or you can go into the Facebook business manager in the audience insight tool and you can type Abraham Hicks in the search bar and it will bring up everything that everyone who follows Abraham Hicks is also following. And then you can go down this like rabbit hole. I'll click here and it'll bring me here. It'll bring me here. And just keep a running list of everything that comes up.
2: Okay. Okay. And would you include all of that in an audience? No, I would start off broad. I would start off
0: with maybe like the secret and the law of attraction and then maybe test out. They like the secret and they like Brene Brown or they like uh, the law of attraction and they like Jay Shetty or you can do all life coaches clump them together. So they're following Those three life coaches together so I would do if you were testing maybe um, an interest-based group with a few options um, Like authors with a few options and behaviors with a few options and then test those and you can play around with them Um, But it depends on your marketing budget if you have a lot of money to spend you can use that for split testing then you can test each one individually and then see what works and what doesn't but if you have a smaller ad spend budget then you have less options to test so you would clump maybe three things together for each test but I wouldn't put like 40 things in there because then you don't know what's working and what's not
2: yeah no that makes sense okay Okay. great sure
0: I hope that helps
2: (laughs) yeah definitely ready
0: to give it another try great so uh, I'd like to end my interviews by asking what is one thing that you're grateful for in your personal life and one thing that you're grateful for in your business
2: life oh well um, actually you find me at a very um, um, beautiful time in my life where I'm extremely grateful for my health my family um, and um, everything that I you know that's given to me And the same is true in work. Um, I could never have imagined um, being involved in this work in this way, um, the way that I am now. Um, My personal journey has been quite interesting. If people want to know about it, they can find out about it on (laughs) on the website. Um, But it's, I'm just, yeah, I'm just really, really grateful that this is what I get to do now.
0: That's beautiful. And you just recently celebrated a birthday. So happy birthday. It's a nice time to reflect on what has been and what will be. Um, So very
2: nice. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Well, great. It was a pleasure having you here on my podcast. Um, Can you let my listeners know if they want to find out more about you? Where can they go to do that?
2: Yeah, of course. Um, AcademyForSoulBasedCoaching.com is um, our website. You can also find us on Facebook, again, Academy for Soul-Based Coaching, and and you'll find
0: us. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and your journey with us and giving us some insight into your business. I really love what you do. And it, it seems to be so impactful, not only to be a life coach, but to be coaching other life coaches to help them expand and make the most impact. So it's really nice to have you here.
2: Mm, Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here, this.
0: My amazing guests today have shared their journey with you in the hopes of inspiring you to be the best version of yourself and to move your business ahead and make a positive impact on the world. I want to remind you that even when you feel like nothing is going right and you feel like you are stuck in a slump, being grateful can amplify your abundance and get you out of the funk. It doesn't cost anything to do and you come out feeling incredibly Awesome. I mean, take my advice here because it's something that I've recently gone through. I had a little slump, I was in a funk, and I became very negative. And as soon as I flipped the switch to gratitude and abundance, everything started to work out in my favor. When you show your appreciation for someone else and they know you are genuinely thankful for them, they feel incredibly awesome. That makes them feel motivated to do even more of what you recognized when you showed gratitude towards them. That will make You want to do even more for them and reach further heights. And when you reach that new level, you will see things from even higher up, which will open your mind to even more things to be grateful for. It's a snowball effect. This is where the ball keeps rolling in your favor and you feel purpose, you feel respect for other people and for the position of all those around you. And when you show gratitude and harbor the feeling of abundance deep within your core and essence, you will up-level your business, up-level your life, and make the largest impact in your social media world, industry, and community. When you need to refocus on the positive, take 30 seconds to one minute to concentrate on your breathing. Take Deep, slow inhales and exhales while actively thinking about positive affirmations and gratitude. Release your stress and recognize your position, the one in which you created to lead and influence others in a positive way. Thank you for being here, whether it was your first time listening or your 100th. Thank you for helping us celebrate our 100th episode. Share this episode with your loved ones and come back every Tuesday and Thursday for more Marketing Tips with Melissa. You can find us at com. Thanks for being here and I'll see you next time.